Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, friends. Over the last few weeks, we have been really unpacking the four keys to hustle with heart, define, direct, discipline, and develop. And what we're going to do over the next few weeks is talk about what doors do those keys unlock? Clarity, serenity, fulfillment. And in preparation for that, I have a free downloadable tool for you that summarizes these four keys, their descriptions, and gives you three key scriptures for each of them. So go to erinharrigan.com slash four keys download this PDF so that you have it in front of you and you can keep it handy in your day planner or on your desk so that when the enemy gets you drifting in distraction, discontentment, and doubt, you will be able to remind yourself of those four keys and get yourself back on track. So get to erinharrigan.com slash four keys and download that today. All right, let's get to the episode. Hey, so we're back and finishing up this series that we've been doing on the four keys to hustle with heart. So let me remind you, those four keys are define, direct, discipline, and develop. And this week we're talking about the development piece. So these four keys are what I have found in working with ambitious women of faith and business, unlock doors of clarity and joy and fulfillment. And these are the places that we seem to stumble the most. And therefore it is vital that we build and strengthen these pieces. So this week we're going to talk about development. So if you remember, I talked about this is sort of like concentric circles. So it's the Lord at the middle, and then it's define, direct, discipline, develop in clockwise order right? And we talked about God defines us and it is his definition is the only one that matters. He defines us. He defines our purpose. He defines success and what that means for us. Secondly, he directs us. He directs our steps and our action, right? Thirdly, we take that knowledge and we put it into discipline, which is our daily action. And then lastly, with the Holy Spirit, we begin to develop. We begin to go deeper in our relationship with the Lord and, and, become even more conformed to the image of his son, as it says in Romans 8. So you're going to hear me rifling around in the Bible today, but I want to start with a quote. And, and you know, when I was writing my book, Pursuing Success, God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart, if you don't have it, go get it uh, on Amazon. I, coming from a business mindset, one of the terms that's very often used in business is a closed loop. In other words, we we know the scope of the work. We 
plan the work, we do the work, and then we take the learnings from the work and we feed them back in so that it's iterative, so that we put in practice best practices. And we close the loop. So it's an ongoing cycle or a circle of life. You see me, if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm talking with my hands. You don't get that benefit, by the way, if you're if you're only listening. So make sure you get over to my YouTube channel. Uh, it's just Aaron Harrigan and take a look at the live videos. Anyway, my point is this. It's like a circle of life. And our hustle with our journey is exactly the same way. God defines us. He directs us. We put that into discipline and then we develop. And so I want to read you this quote. And this is from Beth Moore. And it is a quote from her devotional. Just a minute. Let me get the reference here. Um, Her Believing God devotional journal which is from B&H Publishing Group, 2004. And this is what it says. We know we're coming full circle with God when we stand at a very similar crossroad where we made such a mess of life before, but this time we take a different road. That, like that right there, that is the quote that I have at the beginning of chapter seven of the book. And the point is this, is that, It's an ongoing cycle of development. You know, God never brings us to just take the action and then stops. No, there's learning to be had. And so as we learn, it continues to inform us. And, you know, there's that saying, if you know better, you do better. And that's exactly what happens in our development in this fourth key of hustle with heart. So I want to take us first to... Oh, I'm going to be in some all kinds of different places today. So I'm going to start in Ephesians. We're going to go to Ephesians 5. I love when the Holy Spirit drops the knowledge and the content, and it takes me in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Like That's the best. Okay. Sorry. Geeking out over my Bible. All right. So in Ephesians 5, verses 15 to 18, and Ephesians is a short book. It's only six chapters. Uh, but there, there's richness to be had in here. Okay. Ephesians 5, 15 through 18. So this section is called walk in wisdom. And here's what it says. See then that you walk circumspectly, circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So what does all of this mean? Well, first of all, be wise. The Lord has given you knowledge. He's given you wisdom. He's defined you. He's directed you. Follow the directions, right? Put that into action and then learn from that and be wise. Be careful how you live, making the most of every opportunity, being thoughtful, scoping it out, not getting caught up in the world's definition, right? Redeeming the time, making sure that you're trading your time for something of equal value. Redeeming your time, I believe, also means not allowing your business to consume your life, not allowing your business to be an idol, not allowing your business to be your savior. And if you've read chapter one of my book, if you haven't, you can get it at my website, or if you followed this podcast or you followed me on social media, you know that I've been very transparent in sharing with you that at the moment I hit the wall of successful yet 
still unfulfilled that my mentor, the Velvet Hammer, helped me realize that I had made my business, my work, my idol. It, it was gonna, it was going to be my savior. And so in redeeming the time and being careful how we live, I believe as business owners, we also have to be careful that our businesses do not consume us, that we don't turn into workaholics and that it becomes everything that we do. I think that's incredibly important. And what Dr. Stanley says here about Ephesians 5.18 is that we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit in full measure So we are filled, which means we live in submission to him and under his control. He prompts and directs us, and we immediately respond in obedience to his command. So like that, isn't that, those are three of the keys right there, right? Define, direct, and discipline. And it is our development. It's it's our ongoing development. Like the deeper we get into this relationship with the Lord, the deeper we get into his word. I don't, I don't know about you, but I found that as my insatiable thirst for the word grows, that the that the full meaning of the word comes through more. And, and I want to remind us, and I'm reminding myself of this too, because I've been guilty of this, that we not go to the Bible simply to find answers about us, that we go to the Bible to build a relationship with the Lord. When we build a relationship with the Lord, guess what? We'll be more in tune to how he's defining us. We'll be more in tune to how he's directing us. We'll know how to put that into discipline, right? But it's ongoing development, and that development happens as we spend more time with him. Mm, So good. All right, I'm going to take us backwards to Psalm 121. So I'm not, uh, I gotta look and see where I'm going in 121. So I don't think I wrote down the, uh, the scripture reference, the verse. So Psalm 121 is a short Psalm. So I'm going to read the whole thing. I will, this is uh, entitled God, the help of those who seek him. I will lift my eyes to the Hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. He is on guard every moment. And, and that's how he continues to develop us as our trust deepens in him, as we know that he is omnipotent and that he has declared his unending love for us, that he will never fail in protecting us. But see, we get scared. We get scared as, as we take each of those keys to unlock a door, we get, we we're fearful because we don't know what's behind it. We don't know what's on the other side of our development, Right. But we don't have to worry because if he works all things together, not always works all things out the way we want them to, but works all things together and that he will never fail in protecting us, then we can embrace the development, even though the development is sometimes really hard because he's pruning us and he's removing things that don't serve us and that don't serve his kingdom. So that can be really hard, but we can rest assured that in the development, he has got us, right? We learn, we live, we apply. And guess what that does? I'm going to take us over to Titus 2, 7. So in this learning, 
um, we begin to develop a new, am I going the right way? I feel like I'm not going the right way. Hold on, let me go to my table of contents. 1477, yes. 1477 in my my Bible is the book of Titus and it's in the New Testament. I lost that for a minute and thought it must be an Old Testament, but it is not. Okay, so in Titus 2, 7, this is what it says. In all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility. So we are to obey him in doing all of our work and share his word with passion and conviction so others will learn to follow him in obedience. Why? Because we represent him in the world. We have influence, not only in the relationships that we know, but you've heard me say this, that in our business, our business is a vehicle for reflecting Christ to the marketplace. So we cross paths with people that we may not have connected with otherwise. And therefore we have influence in wide open spaces, far reaching impact, pebbles creating ripples. And therefore our development requires us to be steady and steadfast and committed and consistent in the work that we're doing that he's given us to do. That is how we develop. When we are consistent, we keep the commitment to ourselves. We keep the commitment to God. We keep the commitment to others that grows our confidence. Our follow through then develops us. Guess what else develops us though? The challenging times. A boss of mine used to say when we had tough conversations with the client that those build character. The same is true in this case. That's part of our development, right? Oh, this is so good. Okay. The last place that I'm going to take us is Deuteronomy. I told you we'd be a little bit all over the place today. Deuteronomy 7.17. And in Deuteronomy 7, uh, this talks about the chosen people. And in 7.17, it says, if you should say in your heart, These nations are greater than I. How can I dispossess them? 18, you shall not be afraid of them, but you shall remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and all of Egypt. In other words, you're not in this alone. You may look left and right and think that people are doing more than you and better than you. And you may covet, right? You may covet what they've got. But the point is, is that in our development, God is going to call us to some intimidating work. Why? Because if it were easy, we wouldn't have to have him, would we? We would lean on to ourselves, our own understanding, right? As it says in Proverbs 3. But this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says here. When God calls you to intimidated work, we are not to focus on our own abilities or strengths, but on him on his limitless power and grace, limitless. We succeed only when we align ourselves with him. We succeed only when we are abiding in the vine. We talked about that on the last episode. We succeed only as we are surrendered to doing what he's called us to do. And especially when it seems scary because what he's called us to can be intimidating, but will we be surrendered? Will we allow the Holy Spirit to develop us? Will we allow the challenges to smooth our surfaces? 
Will we allow triumph to not take over and consume us, but will we redeem our time appropriately so that we can continue to develop into who he's made us to be? Mm. I really hope you've enjoyed this series because we're going to be talking a lot more about this in the coming months. And in fact, through the next few episodes leading up to Thanksgiving, we are going to now take these keys and we're going to unpack what the keys unlock. So over the next few weeks, with the exception of the first Monday in November, because we have another fantastic guest interview This next few weeks, we're really going to be talking about what are these four keys, define, direct, discipline, develop, what do they unlock for us? What is it in walking out this hustle with heart journey, in learning to pursue success God's way? What's the benefit? What do we gain from it? You know, what is is the transformation that can happen? If you were taking a course or signing up for an event, you would want to know like, okay, what can I expect to happen here? What are the outcomes? What are the objectives that I can expect? By the end of this course, you will be able to X. Well, by the, there is no end to this cycle, this, this ongoing, you know, these four keys, they repeat over and over. That's that closed loop again, but what can you expect from it? I'm not talking about, you know, the, the income, the clients, et cetera, that will come. And I, and I will talk about that in what you can expect, but over the next few episodes, we're going to talk about what can you expect by truly embracing the Lord as your business partner and allowing him to walk you through these four keys. Mm, It's going to be good. Do me a favor, screenshot this, share it, tag me because I know there are people who could so benefit from this information, from this message that the Holy Spirit has given us. Um, but they just don't know me yet. So would you do me a favor and screenshot this and share, and let's continue to spread this word, especially as we're going into the last quarter of the year, because a lot of people are coming up on, you know, big, big goals and they, they may get discouraged as they go along. And we want to encourage them that, that, you know, following the Lord's path, uh, pursuing success, his way is the better way. All right. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a business with God as your most powerful business partner. Listen, I get so excited about your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you shout out, please tag me. You can follow me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach and on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur. For all things Hustle with Heart, visit AaronHarrigan.com and pick up your free copy of chapter one of my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, a practical guide to hustle with heart. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. 